0: Daughter of Tradition, Native Tea Podcast. We are honored. My name is Delilah, and I will be the host for today's episode. I am Miami, Sancti, and I am eight and a half, and I am a mentor in pain. I've been at um, Wellness for five years. Thank you for joining us today. I am sitting next to my co-host, I would love to hand it over to her for an introduction. Hello, everyone. My name is Jasmine, and I will be our co-host for today's episode. I'm Oneida and Menominee, 15 years old, and an ambassador at our Daughters of Tradition group, and I have been here for about five years now. We are so excited to be with all of you today, and we have a very exciting episode for you. Hello relatives, my name is Kayla and I will be our
1: co-host for today's episode. I am Menominee and Potawatomi. I'm 10 years old. Welcome to our native tea podcast. It's,
0: it's tea time. time. Uh, part of our mission for this podcast is to reach out to indigenous women leaders in the community. Last week, we spoke to Katrina Brooke Flores, an amazing artist in our community. This week, we are honored to chat with Dr. Janiel Lubke. Dr. Janiel Lubke is an enrolled member of Bad River Band of Lake Superior Chippewa Indians. Her ancestry includes St. Croix, Matus, French, German. She is Crane Clan. She has been been a registered nurse for the past 21 years. She is currently working as a postdoctoral nurse research fellow at the University of Wisconsin-Madison and her bachelor's and master's degree in nursing from UW-Madison, and her doctorate or PhD in nursing at UW-Milwaukee. Her area of research and expertise includes gender-based violence in the lives of American Indian women and community-engaged research using an Indigenous feminist framework. She currently lives in Madison with her eight-year-old son, dog, and two cats. In her spare time, she is a hobbyist, photographer, loves to garden and ride her Harley-Davidson motorcycle.
2: Thank you for that introduction.
1: Okay, hello all types. My name is Ellen. I will be our producers for today's episode. My tribe is um, Ojibwe. I'm 13 years old and I'm a mentor in Daughters of Tradition. Um, I'm sitting next to one of our dad's sisters. I would love to hear her bring her voice into this space. Can you tell us about the various roles you have experienced in your field and how this connects to your
2: mental health? That's a great question. So um, I started out um, a long time ago, um, right after I finished high school as a nursing assistant. Grandmother was a nurse and she kind of planted that seed for me. She was a very incredible woman who was a, a, you know, a very special healer. And and she took care of so many people in our family and in the community. So she was a huge inspiration to me. So I decided to pursue nursing out of high school. I didn't go to college right away. Um, I spent a year, um, you know, I became a CNA and then I worked for a year. Um, and then I decided that I wanted to go to nursing school. I really, I was too nervous to go to a a big school like UWM or UW Madison. So I started out going to a small um, community college in Bemidji, Minnesota, which is in the Northern part of Minnesota. So it was near, um, Cass Lake, um, the Cass Lake Indian hospital was, was there and, So it's in between um, Red Lake, um, Leech Lake, and and Cass Lake up there. So started out, you know, in a community college and and became a licensed practical nurse. And then I became at nursing homes and the hospital um, just kind of got a feel for what it was like. And then I got a job at the Cass Lake Indian Hospital as a nurse. And I really decided that I loved it. And that's what I wanted to do. I ended up moving back to Madison and went to school here to finish my bachelor's degree. I got a job um, for the Ho-Chunk Nation working as a community health nurse. And I worked a lot with moms and, and babies and I did home visits um, to families and I took care of some elders too and just did a lot of community stuff. I really loved, you know, that, that part of nursing and in that time, I also started working with nursing students, and that really was what kind of prompted me to uh, go back to school and, and finish my my master's degree and eventually my doctorate. And so it it took a long time. Um, I didn't do that all at once. I, I took breaks in between, and you know, thinking about other people's mental health and my own mental health during that that long journey. It's where I came to. To understand the importance of incorporating mental health into our overall health and well being. When we think about being a nurse, a lot of people always think about being in the hospital and giving medications and needles and things like that. But being in the community and then in being a teacher, I really understood the holistic or, or the whole person health. So we think about our mental health. Um, our spiritual well-being, our physical health. You know, I, I really understood the connections between, you know, when we're not well, when our mental health isn't well, it, it can impact our our body and and how we feel. And um, it can keep us from being healthy. It isn't always emphasized enough, but, you know, that's one of the, the reasons why I love teaching. You know, I'm able to kind of continually infuse that and into how I teach and when I work with students you know really encouraging them to think about each person as a individual human being and how their their mental health and um, their spiritual health everything comes together in helping them to be healthy and whole as as a person. Thank you.
0: Thank you. What is your definition of healing?
2: Our ability to help others heal and our ability to heal ourselves. Thinking about it from a personal perspective, I see healing as as being free from injury, um, whether that's physical, emotional, spiritual, achieving balance and and feeling grounded, safe, our self-love, The ability to to be free from injury is, I guess, how I would think of it um, for myself.
0: What is your favorite pastime?
2: I would say one of the things that I love, um, one of the things that actually helps me heal and feel good about myself is gardening. I have a couple big gardens, I have a vegetable garden, I have some flower gardens. Um, So I really love digging in the dirt and, and picking my vegetables. And that's probably my favorite thing to do besides walking my dog.
0: Um, could you tell us um, if you feel like there's anything missing from our current healthcare system?
2: To make it a, I guess, an easy, um, simple, we need more, I think, people of color in leadership positions. Making sure we have enough voices at the table, especially, you know, those in higher, higher up leadership positions, you know, so that we're making choices for people that we represent and and that we know about kind of shifts the power um, back to those who haven't always been represented. So I think if I had to choose one thing, that would be it needs to be not for profit. In my lifetime, if I could see one thing happen, I would wanna see access for everyone, regardless of whether they have insurance or not. Too many barriers for people to get care.
0: Thank you.
1: So I really like how you talked about like having more like diverse people, maybe people that don't have as many advanced, Advantages as other people, if you get what I mean. So I think it's really important. You said you said that because I see that in a lot of um like different places where there's just one um set of like people, you know, that are kind of all the si- all the same, and there isn't like different voices speaking. So my question is, uh, well, we know that you've been um working hard in, at your research. So what would you recommend to any young girls listening today that are interested in being a leader in the research?
2: To be honest with you, like when I was your age, I never in a million years thought that I would be doing this. Um, I'm the first person in my family to go to college. You know, I, I had a lot of barriers and a lot of struggles and it has not always been easy. But, you know, I think that's part of the biggest reason why I am where I am today, because I had people along my journey that, that were there for me and encouraged me to keep going and I did not have the best grades in high school I I was not a straight-a student you know it it is it is possible to do what you want to do and and to not be afraid that you're not going to be good enough or smart enough or you know there's there's a lot of fears that you may have but just don't give up and and reach out to people who, who are there to help you, you know, and, and you don't have to do it all at once. I took steps and worked along the way and took my time. So I think that would, you know, be my biggest piece of advice. You know, it, it feels really overwhelming, but, and you know, you don't have to know what you want to do for the rest of your life right away.
1: Yeah. Um, thank you very much. I thought it was really cool that you said that you're the only First in your family to go to college because it's kind of the same with my family well I mean obviously I can't go to college yet my mom and my grandma were the only people that went to college out of the whole family that only went to college but they didn't they couldn't finish it especially my grandma because they didn't have a lot of money and also my mom too for the same reason they couldn't afford to finish the rest of it one of my goals in life is to finish college I just kind of want to show like my cousins, my younger cousins and my family that it is possible to finish your degree. And I think it's really important.
2: And I should say my, my grandmother was a licensed practical nurse. So she had a a college diploma. So I shouldn't say I'm the first person to go to college. I'm the first person to graduate with a degree. So I don't want to discount my grandmother and it's, it's very empowering too to know that you can support yourself be able to make choices about where you want to work not have to rely on other people you know as you get older and decide where you want to go to school or if you want to go that's a very powerful feeling
0: uh thank you for talking with us today we really appreciated everything you had
2: to say it was really nice to meet you I hope I get to meet all of you in person. I just, I visit there sometimes. I'd love to be able to come on a day when you're all there and meet you all.
1: I just want to thank you very much for um, coming here today, talking about you, um, yourself about being a nurse and everything. And from a standpoint where you are, like, I think it's very important to have like different voices to come in and share their experiences, especially you're like in research. And I think that's really cool. Like, I've always thought about doing that. So I just want to thank you very much for coming here today and sharing your thoughts and also about healing and taking care of yourself, which I also think is a very important topic to talk about.
0: That's the <laughs>